Welcome to So I've Heard, the space where I give my take on all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Austin Allen. Welcome to episode 11 of the So I've Heard podcast. This is the space where I take on the hottest topics, trends, and questions surrounding health and fitness. On today's episode, we're going to be tackling the question of, is more exercise always better? And more specifically, how much exercise is too much exercise? This question was brought about by an activity that I do on my Instagram every Thursday called Thursday Thoughts. This is a 24-hour period in which those that follow me can send in any and all health and fitness questions. I answer them briefly on my story, and then I answer them in more detail here on the podcast. So I wanted to take an episode to talk about this question today of, is exercise always better? Should I always be trying to do more? Or is there a line where more exercise may actually be too much? So first and foremost, what I wanted to kind of dig into is the fact that exercise is a stress that we put on our bodies. What I mean by that is exercise is something that gets us out of homeostasis. That is a fancy way for saying most likely the state that your body is in right now. You're breathing normally, your heart is beating normally, you're nice and relaxed. So when we exercise, we're moving our bodies out of homeostasis and we're putting some stress onto our bodies. Now, if managed well, this exercise will actually act as a good stress that will help to expand our baseline and encourage us to grow. We will get stronger, we will get faster, our metabolisms will improve, and so on and so on. If we do too much of exercise, however, and we don't give our bodies time to rest, the needle will start to move in the opposite direction. Our results will start to stall and our bodies will start to break down just a little bit. Because exercise is a stress that we put on our bodies, it does mean that it's going to interact with our hormones as well. So hormones like cortisol and epinephrine are going to start to increase when we're exercising, which is okay, as long as we give ourselves time to recover. If we don't give ourselves time to recover, if we're exercising almost every single day, super, super hard and super, super intense, our cortisol levels are actually going to stay high. Our hormones are starting to get dysregulated. Our metabolism is going to start to slow down. Our injury risk is going to increase and so on and so on and so on. And that's something that we're gonna talk about a little bit more in today's episode is how do we know how much exercise is too much exercise? And one of the great ways to think about this is to look at exercise through something that I call the dose-response relationship. What I mean is how much exercise do we really truly need to reach our goals? Generally speaking, the more exercise that you do, the better it is for you. However, there is a tipping point in which extra exercise can actually be too much. 
For me personally, how I operate as a trainer and how I operate as a coach, the majority of my clientele are women, more specifically above the age of 30. They already have a lot on their plates. Their stress levels generally are a little bit higher to begin with. So I like to operate under the mindset of more is not necessarily always better. First off, we need to look at how stressed are you already? What can your body and your mind really handle right now? Because ultimately, your goal, for those of you that are listening, when you go about exercise, should be to get the maximum effect with the minimum stimulus. What I mean by that is what is the exact amount of exercise that we truly need to continue to progress, to continue to reach our goals while doing the minimum amount as much as possible. And the reason we want to operate in this mindset is because we are encouraging recovery in our bodies. We need to train enough so that we can get our body's attention to encourage change and growth and to temporarily exceed our capacity of what we are capable of in this very moment But then we need to make sure that we allow our body to recover and grow before we train again. It's really, really important. That second part of that sentence is that we allow our bodies to recover and grow before we train, before we exercise again. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering, so what exactly is the relationship with exercise and stress? Well, my coach, I was talking to him recently, the great Ren Jones, he is fantastic. And we were talking about this very question, how much exercise is actually too much exercise and how should I know how much to rest? And he gave me this great analogy that I wanted to share with you all. So I want you to think about exercise and rest like you're baking a cake. When we exercise, we are stirring the batter to create change, to create this cake, if you will, that is our end goal and the results that we ultimately want. But in addition to stirring the batter when we are making a cake, we need to make sure that we also allow that batter to rest and actually bake. If we don't let our bodies to rest from the exercise that we are doing, our cake, so to speak, will never actually bake. We will continue to overstir and overstir and overstir, meaning our body is not actually recovering. The cake will never finish and you will ultimately never reach your goal. Exercise sets our body up for the results that we want, but rest is where the true changes actually occur. When we rest, our bodies can adapt to compensate for the stress of the workout we just did. Training and rest work together. We need both to reach our goals. Yes, exercise is really, really important. And I am not saying this to advocate that you don't need to exercise. I actually encourage you to exercise, but we need to make sure that we are also allowing our bodies time to rest so that we can ultimately reach our goals. So for those of you that are listening, you say, okay, that's great, but how do I know when I've crossed that threshold? How do I know when I've done too much? There are kind of three major things that you can look for here. First off is what I call chronic underfueling. In this case, we are talking about the relationship between your exercise and the nutrition, the food that we are actually consuming. 
If we aren't taking in enough energy to support the energy that we have just burned through the exercise that we are doing, we are going to start to get into a chronic debt, if you will. We're going to start to get into this chronic debt in which our body is never really able to make up for the large amounts of energy that we are always burning because we're continuing to exercise and exercise and exercise. Our bodies can't create energy. We are not capable of just simply creating energy. We have to consume it in some way. So if we aren't refueling our bodies after we exercise, after we move, our body actually won't be able to recover from the hard workout that we just did before. And you're going to start to notice that your results will start to stall. Now, in addition to this, the other two major things to look out for when you're wondering, have I done too much? is to examine two different things. One is called overreaching and the other is called overtraining. Now, these are both very similar. Overreaching is not quite as intense as overtraining, but I wanted to dig into these a little bit more. So the symptoms of overreaching, because this tends to be much more common, meaning we're doing just a little bit too much than our body can handle right now. This is a milder form of overtraining. One of the big things that's going to let you know that you may be starting to operate in this zone is that your workouts are just kind of, eh, they're not really that great. You're not noticing many strength improvements. You have really low energy when you work out. You just don't really seem to be interested in your workouts anymore. You may also notice some minor kind of nagging injuries. You may start to feel slightly more irritable more often than normal. You just really don't feel 100%. Something is off. And this is something that's actually really, really common. And unfortunately, because we are in a society that encourages us to go, 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 a lot of times we're going to ignore our bodies when they are in this state. We're going to say, yeah, you know, my workouts don't feel that great right now, but I just need to keep pushing because if I don't keep pushing, I'm not going to get the results that I really, really want. Well, what happens is when we when we stay in that mindset of overreaching, but not allowing our bodies to rest and we just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, you will start to move into the zone of overtraining. Now, overtraining is a little bit more intense. It's a little bit more significant in terms of the things that you will start to see negatively out of your body and your emotions as well. So the first kind of major telltale sign that you may be exercising too much is that you're starting to notice a significant loss in your strength or your fitness performance. This is one of the benefits of actually tracking your workouts. And for those of you that have followed me for a while now, you know that I'm a big advocate in tracking your workouts because in doing so, this will help you to become aware of your losses in strength. Now, that being said, if you're losing strength every once in a while, if you just have one workout where you're tired over another, you may not necessarily need to worry about it. But if you're really starting to notice consistently that my strength is either stalling or it's actually starting to move the opposite direction, I feel more tired than usual in my workouts, things feel heavier than normal, my rest periods just don't really seem like they're long enough, chances are that you may actually be doing too much than your body is capable for right now and you're moving into that zone of overtraining. Now, another thing that we notice, another symptom of overtraining is chronic muscle and joint pain. 
meaning you are sore almost all of the time. Now, I'm going to say this for all of those of you who are listening and are kind of my sore junkies out there. You love this feeling of being sore as much as possible. Research shows that soreness is not actually a good indicator of progress. Actually, a lot of research has shown that chronic soreness is more so an indicator that you're actually doing too much. Your body is not having time to rebalance the work that you have done with your hard workouts. Soreness is ultimately just inflammation in our bodies. When we exercise, we're creating small little micro tears and micro traumas in all of our muscle groups. It sounds really intense, but by allowing our bodies to rest appropriately, we're able to repair these micro traumas and actually build the muscles up a little bit more from there. What happens though is if we're not resting long enough, those micro traumas never really have a time to recover, meaning you are sore all of the time. Your body is in a chronic state of negative energy expenditure. Your body is constantly trying to pull from its own energy stores, carbs, proteins, and fats just to keep up. Your body never really has a chance to recover. And you're going to start to notice this with a lot of chronic muscle and joint pain. Everything just seems to hurt all of the time. If you are feeling this way, chances are you may be pushing a little bit too much right now and you may need to let your body rest just a little bit. Now, another big indicator of overtraining and one that a lot of people generally aren't aware of is irregular sleep, meaning that you're waking up a lot throughout the night. You're just kind of restless when you're sleeping. Sleep is generally a wonderful time for our bodies to rest and repair. So if we're not getting regular sleep, our body is actually going to be working so hard just to recover that it's going to create the overproduction of stress hormones, again, cortisol and epinephrine, meaning that our body is never actually going to be able to wind down. Because what we have to remember is when these hormones enter our bodies, evolutionarily, we were trying to run away from the metaphorical tiger. Our body didn't know if we're running away from a tiger or if we just did a heavy set of deadlifts or squats. So we're not really going to be able to differentiate the difference. Now, if we allow our bodies to recover, we allow those hormones to come down, we're actually going to start to see our performance improve. If we don't allow ourselves to rest, if we're not allowing ourselves to sleep and get that physical and mental and emotional benefits from sleeping regularly, our body is going to continue to think that that tiger is still chasing us. And so those hormones are going to stay high and your body is never going to wind down. And another big indicator of overtraining is big swings in your mood pretty constantly. You're irritable a lot of the time. You may be experiencing some symptoms of depression. Over-exercising can cause some serious hormone imbalances. This can cause mood swings, irregular irritability, and a lack of an overall ability to concentrate. So we need to be really careful when we are in this overtraining zone because not only are we going to notice some physical side effects, but we're also going to notice some mental and emotional negative side effects as well. Now, two other major things to look out for. You may notice that you're getting sick a lot more often. If we're in this elevated state of stress, it is actually going to suppress our immune system, meaning that our body is not going to be able to bounce back like it should, and we're going to get sick more often. And then also, 
be looking for a loss of overall appetite. Irregular hormones means that we will have irregular hunger and fullness cues. Our body is not going to be able to appropriately tell if we're eating enough, if we're hungry, if we're full, we're just not really going to be able to tell the difference. More training generally should stimulate a bigger appetite. If you're exercising more, if you're allowing your body time to rest, you may notice that you actually want to eat more. And in that case, that is okay. But if you're working out a lot more than you should, and this isn't happening, it may be a sign that something is actually off. So again, when we're looking for these signs of, is is this too much? Am I exercising too much? You can look for the sign of chronic underfueling. My food is just not really supporting the movement and the intense exercise that my body is getting. Or be looking for overreaching, meaning I'm starting to just get exhausted and feel sore most of the time. My strength is just starting to go down. Or have we really moved into this zone of overtraining where you notice these more significant negative side effects? So in addition to kind of making you aware of those things, it's great to kind of increase awareness of all these things of how I know if I have done too much, what can we ultimately do about this? So first and foremost, for those of you that are listening, the very first thing that you can do to help identify this is to bring awareness to it. For those of you who are listening, I want you to think for just a second. Have you said any of these statements lately? I want to work out, but I just don't know if I have the energy to do it. I'm exhausted, but if I keep pushing, maybe I'll just reach my goal faster. Whew, my body is super sore, but I just need to keep moving. I need to get that workout in because if I don't, I'm not going to reach my goals. My sleep has been super crazy lately. I'm working out regularly, but it just doesn't feel like I can get a good night's sleep. If you have said any of those statements and you started to say those statements more often than normal, chances are that you may need to hit the pause button just a little bit. Allow your body some time to rest. Now, in addition to bringing awareness to these things, one of the things that we can do to help combat some of these signs of overtraining is to actually take a break and engage your calm down system. Now, what I mean when I say your calm down system, this is your parasympathetic nervous system. This is often referred to as the rest and digest system, meaning that it is allowing our bodies to relax and recuperate from what we just did before. And a great way to do this is to pursue activities that actually engage your parasympathetic system. You could practice some deep breathing, maybe some light yoga, explore some form of mindfulness, go get a massage, go for a light walk, hike, or bike ride. Or if you want more ideas for what you can do, check out episode seven, my interview with Molly Robbins. She gave a long list of ideas for recovery and more so active recovery. So you can still keep moving, but you're allowing your body some time to rest. Or simply just take a break. I mean, literally take a few days off from your training. Just rest. I promise you that you are not going to sabotage your results by taking a day or two or three to just stop moving and let your body rest. We need to give our bodies a few days to catch up. When you do get back to your workouts, 
and make sure that you do get back to your workouts. Start slow and small. Lift slightly lighter, do less sets, maybe less reps. Start small and build from there. And during this time when you are taking a break, you can still be active by using this time to build some solid recovery routines. Think about truly creating a solid, good pre-bedtime ritual. Taking some time to disconnect from the technology, reconnect with yourself, allow your mind to relax, allow your body to relax before you actually go to bed. You can also really try to practice me time in your day regularly, meaning you are intentionally taking time out of your day to disconnect from work, to disconnect from any other stressors that you have going on and reconnect with yourself. Make a list of five to 10 things that you really enjoy that are hobbies that make you feel good and do your best to do one of those every single day. And then what you can also do too, when you're taking this break from training and from exercise, you can incorporate some light walking or other forms of gentle movement into your schedule if you would like. But we just need to make sure that we allow our bodies some time to rest and recover. Another thing that you can do to help combat the signs of exercising too much is to bring your stress down in other elements of your life in whatever way that you can. Examine what other things in your life are actually bringing you stress and ask yourself, is there any way that I can reduce this stress? If it is possible, maybe try to pursue some of those strategies. And if not, ask yourself, is it maybe time to ask for help? It is okay to ask for help. For all of you who are listening, I promise you, you don't have to do it alone. You are capable of so much, but it does not mean that you have to do it all. This is where coaches like myself come in. We are here to help you to find that true relationship, that dose-response relationship between what exercise is truly the right amount for me and my body right now. This is why we are here to help you because our goal is not to just add more stress to your plate, but to actually find ways that we can incorporate this exercise so that it's a good stress for your body, it allows you to manage the other stress loads in your life, and allows you some time to rest, recover, and improve. Remember, exercise is great, but make sure that you're giving yourself some time to catch up and grow along the way. That is a wrap on today's episode, and thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Now, for those of you women that are listening to today's episode and are looking for more help and support along your health and fitness journey, I encourage you to check out the Boss Lady 60-Day Challenge. The Boss Lady 60-Day Challenge is my signature program here at Lighthouse Fitness and is a challenge designed to help women become the boss of their own fitness journey and discover what healthy means for them. Within the Boss Lady 60-Day Challenge, you will gain access to personalized workouts designed around your needs, goals, and access to equipment, habit-based nutrition coaching that will help you to make the most of your own relationship with food without any restriction or calorie counting, accountability check-ins, and 24-7 access to me, your coach, over the 60 days of the challenge to answer your questions and keep you on track. Two free Zoom group fitness classes for every phase of the 60-day challenge, and most importantly, access to an amazing private community of other outstanding women in the program where you can share your victories, 
voice your struggles, ask your questions, and help support each other every single step of the way. If you're interested in learning more about how to become a part of the Boss Lady 60-Day Challenge, check us out at www.befitwithlighthouse.com, or you can also find out more at lighthouse underscore fitness on Instagram to fill out the application form today. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to today's episode, and I hope that information was helpful and meaningful for you. I would really appreciate it if you could take a few quick moments to leave a rating and a review. And until next time, I'm your host, Austin Allen. Thank you.